0: Welcome to Cast of Creators, we're your hosts. I'm Nelson Thal.
1: And I'm Casey Stewart. We spent our careers in media and publishing, and now we're setting the stage for creative people who inspire us to share their stories.
0: Our guest this episode is Kayam Wakil, an award-winning storyteller and veteran in the world of the web.
1: Aside from all things Web3, Khayyam gave a great description of what a DAO is and shared some of his upcoming projects, including Champagne DAO. Here we go.
0: Khayyam, welcome. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah, Yeah. thank you.
1: So glad that you're here.
0: Awesome to have you here. Um, You're hilarious. I mean, I've been (laughs) with you for about, uh, been here with you for 20 minutes. and uh, Sometimes. Beautiful. And one of the things that struck me right away about you when Casey told me a bit about you (laughs) was uh, your purpose. And ultimately, oh. to make people smile, I read about you. Yeah. That, that's what, that's, what, that's what it is that, today? That's, and and I, <laughs> okay. I'll tell you, that beautiful. I knew I would like you at, from the moment I read that one. Yeah. Okay. And um, I thought it would be interesting to dive into, you know, what was the inspiration for that? And when did you start to recognize that that was something important in your life? Because I'll tell you, lately, I have an eight-month-old daughter. Yeah. And I go for walks in the morning with her in a carrier. Okay. And I wave to people with her and she's smiling and people smile at me. And I like pollinate this neighborhood in the morning with smiles. Pollinate, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing. And I completely relate. So I wanted to hear from you, you know, what was the experience? Yeah, for no, you?
2: You, you hit pollinate really, really well. I, I mean, that's, I am when I first moved to Beverly Hills, it was nine hundred two one two, so it was like the poor part. So, um, <laughs> I would walk around, and I I remember fifty three individuals I smiled at. Yeah, fifty two of them smiled back at me. Yeah, wow, oh, and it was great. amazing. And I was just like, okay, this is how this is how I was raised, being born and raised in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. All you got, but people just having a great day. It's, it's a great day to have a great day. You know, it's, it's, they, they wake up, the windows open up. They're like, Hey, I'm six feet above. It's a great day to have a great day. So it's nice walking down back alleys. Like I just visited my mom during like it was mother's day. I was walking down a back alley and people are, you know, in their back, uh, in the backyards having their barbecues or their fires. Everyone's waving and saying hello. I think being raised, born and raised in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan had a, big um, impact in how that was created. It's one of the sunniest places in Canada. I mean, it's cold as it's cold, but, yeah. but, but it's sunny. There's not a inside, lot of it's, like, yeah. it's sunny outside. So yeah. it's Very nice. 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 Yeah. You know, it's warm inside. So it's just like, you could deal with it, but it was the sunniest place. So yeah. sunny disposition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And nice. then uh, being the baby <laughs> of a family, um, of yeah, how many? Was, yeah, uh, th- I was yeah. I was the youngest of three, so okay. I've got a uh, nine and eleven years older than myself. So I was like, oh, cool. oh yeah, like you're I, definitely the baby. baby." Yeah, my mom had me when she was forty five.
1: Oh wow, wow, that's amazing! And then amazing.
2: she was like for I think it was like amazing. thirty thirty odd years. I think she or twenty five maybe. What was it? Can't remember when I found out. Thirty years. Um, she's like, we wanted someone around when when the older boys were gone to keep us company. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, me oh, being yeah. with a sunny disposition, She's- I'm like, oh, that's so cute, mom. That's <laughs> so nice. I love you. Yeah. you. You really love me. You brought me into this world with such love and care. And yeah. I was in India. And luck. Yeah, luck. Whoops. Um, <laughs> I was in India and I wasn't able to be back at home for Mother's Day. So my girlfriend mm-hmm. at the time went over there and she was nice and, and took over a gift and and sat her down and and told her the story of how she found out that she was pregnant. She's like, well... You know, I went to the hospital and I had a cold and (laughs) then they came back and they said I was pregnant. And I said, how did that happen? (laughs) (laughs) So at age 45, my mom is now pregnant with uh, uh, another child. Just when you let your guard down. Yeah. And so she it was a surprise. And um that's when surprise. I found out. It was like, I was like how's you wait, I wasn't on purpose. I wasn't there to like keep you guys company. You lied. <laughs> 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 but uh it, it was cute to you know, it's like the the story that she that she told, but that's when I realized it was like holy moly. Like she she was pregnant when she was 45. They don't have gender, you know, reveal parties back then. So she had two older boys and she was just like I want a girl, I want a girl, Mm -hmm. I want a girl, I want a girl, Mm -hmm. I want a girl. girl. And so for nine months, she just put female juju into her belly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She had a name. I was Suera, like it means Dawn. Mm -hmm. And so when I popped out, she's like, shit, (laughs) this baby is going to be nameless. And I think it was nameless for like six days. And then they finally like, I think it was like, Ursula was like the runner up, but they went with Kayam after Omar Kayam. Uh, okay. philosopher a Persian philosopher mathematician and poet mm. cool. so I was like okay I'm uh, there's a big namesake to cover he's like the the entrepreneur the, the he's got the triple fact uh, the triple threat going so yeah. like, okay <laughs> but I'm glad it wasn't her salon.
0: So all
2: of that kind of being born and raised in that world and having a mom that smiles so big, it was easy to do, but being the baby. And then when my father, he had a heart attack when in 1981, I'm six years old. Mm. So at six years old, all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, I got to patch things up. I got to make sure that everyone smiles. No one's Mm. getting mad. Mm -hmm. And so I became a little bit of a performer. I Mm -hmm. would, I would watch television. I would mimic anything I could see. Like I, I would watch any character and I'm like, I could do that voice. Wow. And then being a little bit of a nerd in high school, I had no friends. So then all my <laughs> friends were all of those personas. And so sunny disposition comes back again. I'm like, Hey, I have so many friends. <laughs> and so I was like, I was never really, you know, alone, but I was lonely. Mm. Um, but all of those personas got created and was like, I got to read Beowulf for English class. Guess what? I'm going to be Beowulf tonight. And you, my dear, yes, what will I be? Right. So I was just like, ah, let's just have some fun while being alone. And and my ability to just mimic or be a chameleon allowed me to match rapport. Right, And if I was able to match rapport, if you're doing shitty, I'll match your shittiness and then I'll just bring and raise you some goodness. Mm -hmm. And then I'm pretty sure you'll match my rapport and then you'll walk away with some goodness. So Mm -hmm. that vibration just goes off. So pollinated, that flower will go pollinate and some, another bee will come in and be like, Hey, thanks for doing me that favor. Oh, I appreciate you holding the door for me. Just that little thing. So it's like the little nuances that fly out. And so perhaps maybe in a, past life I have some karma that I wanted to pay back and I just got into that pushing it forward paying it forward giving it back and it got a little bit addictive and I just kept on doing it like plugging Mm -hmm. parking meters when I know they're expired like Mm just weird shit like that it's just like what is the little tiny things Mm -hmm. because I'm like I don't have a hundred million dollars to be like hey let's end poverty but I do have an ability to look someone in the eye and go sorry man but I can spare a god bless and have a great day Mm-hmm. And so, just an eye contact, a human connection—that's yeah. where I was just like, okay, I—I I know I have some extreme wealth in that department. Yeah, I can yeah. spread that out and won't even blink an eye, right? If you ask me for twenty bucks, it's probably about you know a tenth of my wealth. Okay, I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, okay, I'll give it anyways, <laughs> right? That's just who I am. Mm-hmm. But a lot of folks won't even give that human connection. That's why you know you you—they're homeless folks who are referred to as invisible people. We would just step across them, or right. walk over them, right. or not even see them on a the corner they were never invisible to me. So, yeah. I think that just again, upbringing in Saskatoon and you know, being in a school, Brunskill School was connected to the Children's Rehabilitation Center. Wow. So, we got to to be exposed to completely different walks of life, different challenges and you know, the most courageous individuals I've ever met. And we yeah, Telomeric in in Saskatoon, so it's like the the uh, fundraiser for everyone that is challenged in some way and so it was religious that every year this cast of characters there's some famous ones in there Mm -hmm. and they were all at the children's rehabilitation center so just being able to work with these kids and Mm -hmm. have these kinds of stories at an early early age where you know you would you know normally be like oh they're different they're let's treat them yeah and so they were just part of my everyday and they were, I mean, they are, they're not were, they're, they're still around. They're the funniest human beings that I've met. And that ability to deal with pain or suffering or any of those things with that joy, mm-hmm. I was just like, whew. So going back all these memories, I haven't tapped into this. That's really where it came from. It's like beautiful. seeing yeah. that joy in those kids with somewhat challenges, they wouldn't see them as challenges. I would cause I'm on the opposite side of the yeah. fence, but they were just, Beams of joy, and so to see someone in in you know in a very challenged state where I would say like I am I'm stuck in wheelchair, I would be like man this is the the shittiest deal ever you know like but they it was the best day of their life yeah great day to have a great day wow
1: great day to have a great day it
0: goes to show um you know making sure your kids get exposed to things young is really critical. Because in, in one of these events like was just just unfortunately happened to you and it, it brought aspects of this out yeah. with, with your family. Um but um beyond that, the exposure to handicapped children and people who were who were dealing with much bigger challenges that than you were in some respects yeah. seems to have um you know, tapped into areas and evolved certain areas within you that you'd never get. Like, so that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. I've
1: always known you to be a connector and like, Kayam and I met on Twitter, you know, like Mm. 10 years ago and we, kind of like Back built it was cool. Yeah. Before, before <laughs> hashtags, before there were photos, um, you know, before you had to re, if you wanted to retweet someone, you had to manually RT. RT yeah. Um, mm-hmm. that was the OG days. But I mean, even your kindness and, um, Personality really came through in those days. And we had, um, you know, we were, had been good friends bef- for years before we ever yeah. met in person. Yeah. Um, and together we have spread smiles in many different cities together yeah. since then.
2: Many countries too. Yeah, yeah. countries yeah. and yeah.
1: cities. Yeah. That's like good, where? Uh, well, we first met in Mexico. Yep. Um, him and a friend had random.
2: a, like, it was, that like week, it was like, hey, you want to come down? She's like, uh, okay. Yeah. And we had like, never met, met never in met. person. So I told my <laughs> mom, I was like, hey. eh,
1: I'm going to meet one of my Twitter friends in Mexico, a <laughs> wow, guy who I've been. never met in person. Um, and she was like, As any mom would be And I was like No mom It's okay He's been my friend for years Like he's cool Then
2: then she showed a picture of him And then she's like You're (laughs) definitely not (laughs) good
1: But I went anyways And it was a great week (laughs) And then, um, after that, we have met, um, Vegas. In, in Vegas for CES, yeah. in Austin for South by. I spoke at a conference in Edmonton and I didn't even know you were there. And I posted how, Hey, I'm in Edmonton. Do I have any friends? And he's like, I'm here. <laughs> it was super random. Um, and just out of the blue. And we had like, you know, and it's not always like a long hangout. It's like a short hangout, some laughs, some smiles. Yeah. And we always talk and always about. a story always a story and we're always usually both working on something in the world of tech that we haven't heard of before or that's new and emerging we share those stories and then we we bounce off to another place
0: yeah yeah Yeah, really fun you know aspects of this whole smiling back and forth with people reminds me of boating to some respect yes okay so like boating culture like if you're part of a captain boating yeah like captain boating when
1: yeah, yeah. Like do the it, and wave. you know what?
0: Actually, even when you go up north to, to the cottage, it's like the smaller the community gets, and the more sort of yeah. if you sort of know that somebody's got the same interests, or you've got some foundational connections, the ratio of smiles and waves are going up yep. and up and up. So, like with boating, sometimes I'll go up to the cottage, and and some people from the city will come up, and like we'll be waving, you kind of wave to every other boat, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kind for whatever reason. Got you. You, know, yeah. you got to. You got It's like the Jeep
1: and, thing, but you're boating in cottage and, country. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it's a bit like in Saskatoon or how you describe it. Because yep. on a nice day, like I'll go by a guy and I'll go, oh, awesome day. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And he's like, oh, oh it's, yeah. It's, it's kind of
2: funny. Like this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I work with my laptop. I, I pop it up. And this is only known to a very small group of individuals.
1: And so, what is, give oh, me a.
2: Oh, this is a chromie squiggle. Okay. It's an NFT. Like these things are. Oh,
1: okay, okay. It's an crazy NFT. It's like a $400,000. Oh, swing. okay. Not the
2: sticker, <laughs> but this particular one. So it's like. You know the the least amount of money required to own a squiggle is, was around forty thousand dollars. Yeah. So not that I'm doing because I'm like, hey, I'm I'm rich, yo. But do it was you own more, the
1: NFT actually? No, I don't. I'm you a squiggle this.
2: scholar. Okay. So um, <laughs> this is my my door prize it was a sticker. Um, <laughs> but what we do is we put them up as as notifiers, right? So yeah. a boat, we have a boat, we do these things. This is the culture that's attached to it, and so now I know how to treat you and how to, you know, right. Um have this Interact. bidirectionality of, of interaction. Now I have this. Now this is going to be smaller. It's not as many boaters, not as mm. many squigglers out there. Right. But if I'm at a conference yesterday, I had this thing working doing this. One guy's just like, hey, I just had to stop. Shake your hand for that crummy squiggle, man. Uh- <laughs> All right. Cool, man. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, it's worth it. One guy was just like, hey, you have a particular eye and you're associated to this group, which is associated to this larger group, which I'm going to now give you a head nod. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, this head nod is kind of an interesting thing. Like I remember being in, I can't remember where it is. It's over in like North Carolina, um, wherever Justin Bieber got married. Fancy, fancy little mm-hmm. place. Okay. And so I'm going through and all of the workers at this estate are pe- persons of color. Mm-hmm. Now I'm there with a person of non-color, I guess, <laughs> okay. a big mentally challenged individual. <laughs> and everyone that's working there gives me a head nod. Because uh-huh. they're just walking by and they're like, and I'm like, yep, uh-huh. I struggle with that color of pigment too. I yeah. struggle with your struggles too. I see you.
1: Yeah, you can. Because everyone else light. doesn't
2: see you, but I see you. And so after two or three days, I'm just like, do you not see everyone giving me head nods? And she's like, what? And then she saw it. And then when she saw it, she's like, oh, whoa, everyone is giving you head nods. And it was something that was associated because, like a chromey squiggle, the skin color was something that we're like, mm-hmm. hey, we are it's in that same thing. And, and it's a head nod. Those head nods are some of the most amazing things because a lot of our communication is nonverbal. Totally. So yeah, absolutely. if you can if you can read a room, look at some eyes and just feel that, you know where you're at. So it's just it's interesting to, to have that presented. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's sort of like,
0: I'm certain there's common ground here, you know,
2: like (laughs) something. And that's something we we
0: crave for it. And when we don't find it, then we're scared. Yeah. Well, you you know how when you meet new people, (laughs) you sort of can you get a sense of like the degree of familiarity in the person you know yeah. like how familiar go for a
2: beer with this guy yeah that, <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, that too <laughs> yeah
0: but yeah like how familiar is this person to me yeah. and um a huge part of that is like common interests mm-hmm. and a lot of this you know it it's sort of like if you have a, a jacket with tons of patches on it. I'm sure that's sort of you know the like patch cult. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, I want to. I can do this. I can do that. I can do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. Well, boaters runs deep yeah. in the boater DNA. Yeah.
2: yeah, there's culture, culture within that, and it's just like uh, rules of engagement. You know, yes. a boat. Yeah. This, is, this is it's a cordial way to greet yeah. another boater. But totally it goes in everywhere in life.
0: So um, you're deep into or Web three. Now, um, the foundational sort of vibe, or the foundational purpose, ultimately of Web three, or maybe I should I should restate that once more. Community is a huge element to, yeah. um, you know, what must interest you in Web three. So when you started to learn more about, it started ultimately with decentralization. Um, you know, when you start to learn more about decentralization and community, is that the way that it started to creep into your life from that side of things?
2: Yeah. It is in a certain way. It's a, it's a lot of the community stuff now, but I see it as like pirates, mm-hmm. like, right? It's pirates, man. Like Steve jobs, like lifted that pirate talk and think different. And the crazy ones, that's the real pirate era. Right. And yeah. so now as pirates, we're just like, are on the front land be mine. And it's like, Oh, wait a second. You know what? That land can be yours. Right. If you put it on chain and you write behind that on chain and now you own it. So now when I write for medium, medium doesn't own my article. Now I own my own article Mm -hmm. because I can't really profit from writing a medium article other than maybe someone subscribing for five bucks a month. Like I'm limited to the amount of commerce that I can create from this platform. But now in the Web three world, it's you know before it was read, then read, write, then read, write, own. Yeah. So in this ownership, a lot of folks are are realizing that they can do a lot more when they they own their own properties. So I think that's a, you know in that pirate era, there's a code, mm-hmm. right? R there be code, and if you 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 cross it, the plank is right there. We have rage yeah. quits and DAOs. It's like okay, well if you don't like it, take a hike, and we yeah. don't like you, we'll tell you to walk the plank. So right. it's a lot of the pirate business, um, not in that, you know, the, the negative stuff that we see in the real, but I'm talking no, pirates of the Caribbean, the, the yeah. lore, the myth, that kind of stuff. So um, I see it as the bifurcation of the entire environment into the small little core groups or tribes. Mm-hmm. Right. Back in the day, you go to war with someone. What do you got? There's rules of engagement and there's a flag up front. You're saying right. my tribe against your tribe. But now how I see it is it's kind of like the United colors of Benetton and we all got a bunch of flags and there's no one on the other side. Mm -hmm. It's just a big line of all of the representation. So in that tribalism or piratism, it's like you fly a flag, but now we're not flying them in opposition. We're just flying them in in unison. So Mm -hmm. that's how I kind of see it.
0: So how does sort of tribal order wiggle its way into keeping order in a DAO? Ooh.
2: Well, it's, it comes with sacrifices. As long as we sacrifice the, uh, a virgin to the sheep, uh, and in the magical (laughs) volcano, all the gods are appeased, but, um, usually it comes down to governance. Um, we, we kind of take down, um, you know, any of the, the naysayers and you create that, uh, it's a, it's a very nascent industry. So you'll find in ways in governance, not everyone's going to do it the right way or is there a right way, but I think we're learning along the way. So, um, for sure, the,
0: the, the, because it's a it's a it's a moving target. What the heck the right way to govern exactly it is. That's, and, that's and different thing. things need different governance structures. Yep. So um, do, do you see aspects of. um the federal system wiggling its way into DAOs? Like, do you see aspects? Like, what, what systems of government is really the countries are wiggling their way into DAO governance? Yeah.
2: I'm going to go back a little bit, because I'm pretty sure, like, if we're talking about DAOs, go back a lot again. of people are going to be, like, dead yeah. on arrival. Why, is, why yeah, are they yeah, all yeah. dead yeah. on arrival? I think that's a good idea. Yeah, 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 Let's go back.
0: <laughs> yeah, because yeah, so like, we'll, let's let's I feel go like you guys
1: could get, you are more experienced than the average bear in the DAO, world of DAOs that and sure, things. Sure, yeah. I think, person. because, but I mean, you're... <laughs> you're more immersed in that than a lot of people. And I think it would be good to give, go back and go back a wee bit.
0: That's what we should do. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. we're So um,
2: I think that's a great idea because um, this is a nomenclature, right? The Mm -hmm. lexicon that we're using, it's all foreign, but it's the same, right? Yeah. But when digital came in, you you went from a creative director to digital creative director. I'm like, no, you're still a creative director. Kind of the the same thing. So DAOs are just another form of a company, right? So in the states you had an LLC. Well, now this is a DAO, a decentralized autonomous organization. So instead of let's say a triangle in the hierarchy of a normal company, where you have the CEO up top, and for a lack of better terms, shit rolls downhill, right? So the CEO is going to call the shots, and you do whatever the CEO calls the shots. They're like Steve Jobs, we're going to do this, okay? Aye, aye, Captain. Right? It goes down. So you've got this this leadership. Or so you got the the CEO, you got leadership, you got management, you got operations, you got all of the you know. Let's go into Starbucks. All the baristas, right? So mm-hmm. the triangle, yeah, right. And so if we took that triangle and we just took one of the edges and just rotated all the way around and made it into a circle, and right at that middle point was the CEO. Let's remove the CEO from the middle and put them on the ring, put them on the ring on the outside and put the agenda of the organization. What's the belief? What's the what's the original intention of that company? Put in the middle. That's the seed. And a DAO nurtures seeds. Right. So now you got a seed, and around that seed is the Cs, right? CEO, CMO, whatever it is. That leadership surrounds that seed. And then around that is operations and maintenance, then, you know, into Starbucks again, is on the outside. But in this model, everyone's in a circle. They're all concentric circles. They all have part of the ownership. You've just taken that triangle and flipped it over and realized it was just, you know, um, spherical on on the bottom, not spherical, but um, around the bottom. So now you have this ability where everyone has a say in how this organism works organization, organism. So now it's like, Hey, we need to spend $300,000 on marketing. We're doing ads on radio, um, you know, newspaper and a bunch of online stuff. This is our ROI. Do you think it's a great use of our budget? We need 86% of the people in our company that are able to vote, which is pretty much everyone. And that's what we, we need to say that we'll spend the money. So now the baristas get to go, Hey, yeah, let's spend $300,000 on this. It sounds like a really good campaign. And then the executives are like, yeah, it sounds like a really good campaign. And the operations are like, well, that sounds like, like a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Right. So now they all have a say in how that gets voted, but once consensus is met, then like, okay, execute it. So instead of having just taking orders and just falling down through the, the steps now, everyone has a you know, uh, An ability to contribute into that process. So that contribution leads to coordination, which that's just that cumulative growth of, you know, collaboration, right? You can build something out of that. You have a belief, you now have a seed that you all water, you make sure it gets enough sun, you nurture it. Whereas the other one, you're just like, there's a plant. (laughs) Look <laughs> at we'll this plan. Yeah, no, uh, we got to do some stuff about it. Like who's going to water it? Like now yeah. you've just got that hierarchy of whose job is it? Who's, who's, and over here, it's kind of like everyone's job. Right. And then we have pods that are dedicated to doing that one job solely. And so DAOs are just a new way of, of organizing a company. Um, and not everyone needs to do a DAO, but it's just, it's gotten a lot of, um, just awareness lately because you can assemble. They, they joke about it. You assemble a hundred people into a discord and it's got a bank account. That's a doubt. Right. right. So it's like, what do a hundred people want to do with 27 ETH? Let's uh let's throw a party. Uh No bad idea. Let's throw a conference. Um, Better idea. Let's do it online. Best idea. Right. So now they're going to come up with whatever, you know, crazy cockamamie plans that they, <laughs> they can come up with and they'll throw them and see what sticks. And if they're crazy enough and that's their mission, let's go do crazy. If they're about, you know, onboarding and educating that shenanigans and memeology might not work for this kind of a plan. So maybe it's a different crew that needs to do that. And through that governance, you might just realize this might not be your DAO or this is the DAO for you. So it's kind of like... um Oh, the other uh, the other aspect I was just going to say, I'm like you can try on as many dows as you want. It's polyamorous, right? You can. It's not like I work for FedEx and I only work for FedEx and mm-hmm. I'm lifelong. You know, I'm I'm dedicated to FedEx. Now I can be like, guess what? I work over here. I work over here. I work over here, and everyone knows about it, right? So it's like I can contribute five hours over here, ten hours over here, one hour over here a week, and everyone's either giving me bounties or I'm earning some vested interest, but Now I'm able to play around with all of my interests. Mm -hmm. I have some business ones. I have some shenanigans. I have some like, I've never done an NFT. I want to learn how to do an NFT. I'm in that one. So now I can contribute and actually get like paid for being in all of these different DAOs or companies and not being, you know, slapped on the hand for working with all of the things that will actually make you probably better. Being a generalist these days, the best thing you could be in this next decade, being a specialist, I'd be worried Mm -hmm. because your job opportunities are shrinking real quick because if you don't know how to do four things and you only know how to do one and you don't have any web three experience, bye bye Mm -hmm. right? So that's the crazy thing, like the the environment that's being created, people with no web three experience, and I know it's really nascent, but it's something to be looking at right now going... I need to look to my future because this isn't going away. And at the speed at which it's going at, a lot of the stuff that the old world worked in is not going to operate any longer. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the specialization is going to be obsolete because you'll need the generalization to put more of the variables that are getting thrown at you and be able to compute them and come up with better problem solving. A specialist will just know I know these asymptotes. I know what this, if it's the data is coming here, I know the answer. But anything over here uh, does not compute. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to deal with new. So if you've been dealing with the same, you know, barriers or systematic, wor- you know, areas of work, then that's where you're going to remain. But none of those things are going to remain. It's yeah, it's, like all those industries
1: are changing. Yeah. It's every like, single last one of them. Yeah. Like yeah. even if you think back to, um, you know, in the early days of social media, I'm you know, I was all I was at. We you know we were early adopters, and people like, oh, social media—it's a fad. It's not go. It's not going to be around. And it's like if you take—and I—I got told that from yeah. everyone—and that I was like, oh, you're a nerd. You and your Twitter friends. Um, but you know, if you take a look at what social media has done to like communication, marketing, like yep. it's news breaks, you know, on Twitter or wherever. It's like. that has changed so many industries. And if you take a look at, if you look at the last 10 years, how so many things have been flipped on their head, Well, think 10 years ahead of what web three is going to do to industry to so many industries. Again, you know, it's, it's exciting. I feel like, um, you know, when learning about those types of things, I kind of gave me the same um, just all kinds of web three and NFTs. it, It gives you a, bit of the same excitement as I had at the early days of social media yeah. because it's yeah. like for a while clubhouse was really you know they it was really useful in the pandemic I mean don't know where it is yeah. now I haven't don't even have the app anymore but I was in a lot of conversations um around this you topic. Were
0: deep in there yeah I was yeah. I was
1: uh, I was in there all the time and you know and it it gave me that same excitement that something new we're part of a community yeah. that is doing a new thing um, that is going to change a lot of different aspects of the world or will be part of making change happen and it was very positive very community driven and exciting and makes me excited
2: <laughs> yeah no absolutely and then I I, I that resonates with me too it, it brought back like Twitter was somewhat dead to me and I was just like oh. like I, I was in it mm-hmm. it's great and then I realized that everyone knew that they were they were on camera. They were on the spotlight. So they never really behaved the way they really were. They were mm-hmm. just being yeah. who they thought everyone on the internet wanted them to be. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, like, I saw the Instagram and I was just like,
1: oh, I can't. Well, that's definitely what Instagram is. It's right. Yeah,
2: a- yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like for a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, no, for a no, I think it's a, safe, it's a safe generalizing. It's a safe, yeah, it's, yeah,
0: safe yeah, yeah.
2: the network effect of psychology on being For bombarded sure. with impressions mm-hmm. is, is going to do something. Um, I can't remember where I was going with this.
1: Oh, but the um, you, Twitter people being themselves?
2: Being themselves, there you go, yeah. So it was like they would they would present a, a version of themselves, and then I was just like, oh, man. And then all of this Twitter, crypto Twitter, CT, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then all of a sudden it was that old Twitter where it was like, Wait a second. We have these little groups. We have people who are like, hey, can you DM my, my message? I really need this to get this out. And you're like, you have these little crews and pods. And they're having and-
1: conversations again. Yeah.
2: And so all of a sudden, now was like the spaces came in. So, you know, the, um, whatchamacallit, um, I blanked on the name, the mm-hmm. other ones. Cl- Club, clubhouse. clubhouse, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, i like, already it my name. Yeah. No, I like, I never used it. And I was just like, no, I, I won't succumb to it. I don't care, pandemic, pandemic. I just didn't, <laughs> and because yeah. I, I sat there and going, little do they know that they had to spend millions and millions and dollars to just get that whatever hundred million users, mm-hmm. or not even. I don't even know if they were ever yeah. had a hundred million users, but. I just sat there going, "Well, Twitter already has built-in users. All they have to do is turn a switch on. Turn on the audio. I'm just going to Wait for them to turn on the audio, and then I'll jump into that because the reach on that will be f- like fundamentally like paramount to growth in in this this mm-hmm. realm. You realized it was a feature and not it was, a yeah, exactly. So I'm just yeah. like, I am going to. I mean, I I didn't think it would last that long, but hey, am I'm going to go vest my interest for a year to be a persona on an audio thing. When I know that I already have a built in audience on Twitter that I can activate if I want to say something when spaces comes out. Mm-hmm. So it was just, um, you know, all of the spaces being a part of it, all of a sudden, like Snoop Dogg jumps into space. You're like, Oh, Access. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You felt special. You didn't have that special feeling before. And so now you have that that rarity of like you were on Twitter at one twenty seven a.m. when so-and-so in L.A. jumped on. You're like, oh, my God, I was on. And then I asked them a question and they answered it. And now we're following each other and now I'm helping him with a project.
1: What?
2: Exactly. And so that spontaneity or that uh, ability to create something from nothing just by being in present in a moment with a bunch of other people that are doing the same thing, that's where that, you know, the, the impossible becomes just rather possible. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a fun time to be on Twitter. Like I, I really enjoy Twitter again. Um, LinkedIn is kind of that business thing where I don't really post there anymore. Like I, I, I like everyone's thing and keeping up on on all of the new stuff, but Twitter's kind of the only spot where I hang out these days.
0: I find what happens to me on LinkedIn is I get so much incoming DMs and oh, yeah, messaging. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all just...
1: Try being a girl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. <Okay. laughs> oh, my God. LinkedIn so is I can't even no. imagine.
2: Yeah, no, no. That's yeah. horrible.
1: It's a big no that, for me. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I don't get that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I know what you mean. Just even like, um, you know, I don't know where people get the... Are they sending auto DMs or something that it's like this long thing telling about your project that is no interest to <laughs> in me, and that you you would love to connect because we're in the same industry? What? Yeah. I mean, rarely does that. I don't think that that approach has worked for me ever.
0: I it's, don't.
2: It's a it's a it's it's an approach, <laughs> right? Like not
1: a ridiculous. What's your batting
2: one? average? Like what?
1: Not very 11, high.
2: 112? Like not not very good. So. I would imagine that after you try all of those ones, you would go, "Oh, wait a second, um, this isn't working." Yeah. But automation.
1: Yeah, right? I guess Auto- it must automation, be automation tools. Automation
2: I, tools. Anytime you get a DM or an in mail, it's an automation tool from someone who spends you know one hundred thousand dollars with automation tools trying to get four hundred thousand dollars out of yeah.
0: DMs. <laughs> so your interest in tech. Uh, and computers. Oh boy! Yeah, goes back to dooper. Dooper. beep, boop, bop, beep. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
0: goes back to Saskatchewan.
2: Yeah, um, there's not much to do in Saskatchewan other than a smile, dr- drink, uh, <laughs> do drugs, uh, have babies, or tinker. So uh-huh. right. I tinkered on <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, muscle cars and computers cool, cool. So i had a sinclair uh when uh-huh. i was probably f- five or six something i was really young what's and, a sinclair oh sinclair it's like uh uh, Good question. Was, yeah, there you go. So this is before like real, it was like the first real personal computer. Okay. And it's like a speak and spell. You remember the buttons on a speak and oh, spell? yeah,
1: yeah. I still have mine. My- <laughs> yeah,
2: I have one <laughs> in my front. Really? Yeah, I have we one in my bay window. We still have it. At,
1: at my, I think my sister has it, but we still yeah. have it.
2: Yeah, me too. I have got one in my bay window. <laughs> okay, um, so what's a speak and so spell? So a speak and spell is like an old toy. Um, you, it had like a keypad on it, but the buttons were like really pressy buttons. Like there were bubbles and you would just press them and they kind of click. But it would spell a word like. Yeah, so e- you could hell press hello. like A and,
1: and it would spell the letters out for you. Yeah. It's like a learning tool for kids. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: It's a really bad audio. Like, so, but it, it, it will say the if word. You, if you spell the word with it, it would say the word. Yeah. Yeah. Very mechanical.
1: Be, yeah. Like, you ever put a- your name in it? Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mine doesn't go either. Like Casey, because spelled C A S I E, like.
2: Then you learned how to spell it phonetically. And it's like, because you, you know, back in computer days, you could code stuff. So it's like, I can type in this word and I can make it say something yeah. in whatever voice. So I turn K-H-A-Y-Y-A-M into K-I-A-M. And it's like, K I I'm like, ah, Got phonetic K I M. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Got it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So started tinkering with uh, St. Clair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which and is.
2: It's, it's like a one piece little computer with those speak and spell buttons. Like that was your keyboard. It was all one piece. It was really weird. No screen it had an output to like a weird, like grayscale monitor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then Commodore 64. Yeah. Then. And I started coding on a Commodore 64 and I was like eight years old or something like i like making like oh, awesome. gauntlet type games and stuff. So I was like, okay, like go to 10. Like that was really easy. Um, it was basic language it was just like numbers and you would just give reference you might go to 10, go to 40, execute this thing. Um, and I remember even in the school like uh, back in the day, I, I don't know if I, both of you maybe, but you'd have those the school book orders. Mm-hmm. oh
1: like, yeah like Scholastic Scholastic There mm-hmm. you Scholastic Scholastic loved book fair yeah
2: so when it was ordering time I would order all of the Commodore 64 programming books and so everyone else would get like their flower books and their coloring books and I'm just <laughs> like beep boop bop beep boop bop and <laughs> then I just go home like I had no friends and so I would just do computing and then uh, I got an Atari 1040ST that's when he got into 496 like 496 range of colors and like millions of colors and so I was like video games came to life art came to life and it was a midi computer so it's still oh, used okay. in a lot of like synthy stuff yeah. but it was a musical instrument as well as this artistic thing and in Saskatoon we had an Atari ST uh, user group we'd meet wow. up every month yeah cool. friends. So, yeah friends i'm like i got <laughs> and they're nerd friends so i was just like
1: so the best kind.
2: I have a burned copy of this game that you need to play. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, and so then I was just like, I hung out with hackers mm-hmm. until then. The hacker culture kind of got to me, and and way back before there was really the internet, I was part of like uh, there's this group called uh, KDX Haxel and Hotline Connect. These were clients and servers that would allow someone to like create a server. Like, I want to go to Facebook. You create a, a Facebook group. Someone who likes that one thing is in that group. Imagine you could do that without a Facebook and you could just create the group and just give the address out to certain people, just the ones that get the code. Right. Mm -hmm. And now you got your own clubhouse. Right. So just like we have DAOs now with an agenda or a clubhouse, that's how the internet worked that I knew before web one, web two, web three, web zero was server clients. Mm -hmm. Right. So I had a list of, you know, 30 different servers that I would connect to every day and Demos was over in New Jersey. And then I had a hash hut guy and everyone had their own thing. I had a Japanese guy who would only deal in uh, stock photography. And this is, I think there's like statue limitations is over, I think 20 years from now. So what he did was back in the day, it was like, you buy a, a CD for 600 bucks that had 52 images on it.
0: Wow. wow.
2: Stock, stock photography. Yeah. Right. So a lot if you're, money. if you're a brand new into the graphic design industry and you're not an agency who can afford that? Right. So he just ripped every single <laughs> one on earth <laughs> and dedicated, like he must have had a stack of hard drives in his house, just going for you. Mm. And the rules of engagement were if you're on this server and you download X amount, you need to put up Y amount. If you do not, oh, okay. you will get booted. If put up you act Y out, amount, meaning you have to so, contribute. Yeah. If, I, if you download a hundred megs, you need to put up 10 megs. Okay, okay. Right. Contribution. Mm-hmm. You can't just steal shit. You need to give shit in order to steal shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's just like you need to put to the pile. Pirates. Right. Yeah. Right. Pirates. Put it into the booty. Take whatever booty you want, as long as you're contributing to the booty. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But yes, the I pirate get it.
2: booty. Pirate yeah, booty. Yeah,
1: pirate booty.
2: So. Now I lost my train of thought. <laughs> now I'm just like. <laughs> that, now I'm thinking that of like. It. Now I'm hungry, and now I want some pirate booty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a snack in the yeah, I know the United what it is. Yeah. Okay, I just, I'm oh, in Canada. Okay. Pirate booty. Yeah, pirate yeah. booty no, is Casey just, was just like can't see I oh think it's here now. It's here now. Pirate 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 booty? Booty. I'm getting yeah. in some pirate booty it's, it's tonight. Kind of like a Cheeto. Yeah. But lighter. Ah, but lighter. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think I would like some pirate booty too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's around I think Whole Foods may have pirate booty. Oh, it's <laughs> like a fancy snack? No, it's just that in Canada, it's a fancy snack. Okay. Okay. Pirate booty available everywhere. Anyone out there, please send me
1: some pirate
0: booty. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) <laughs> so where were we?
1: <laughs> oh, man. Uh,
0: so um, this is your group of friends. And then your group of friends expanded to a group of more yeah, so, distant friends. Yeah, so and this is over dial-up, I guess. Yes. Yeah, no, no, this is... This is I all, mean, we're, we're into okay. like, internet, dude, like DSL. Oh, or oh, okay. Like this, yeah.
2: But um, the beautiful thing is, back then, you would have these cable companies go, you can only have 100 megabytes a month, and anything over that is charged. And you're like, what? And so we figured out that all of our servers and clients were using TCP IP Mm -hmm. when the internet was using HTTP. Mm -hmm. So all those ISPs are measuring how much internet usage you're using. So we just went over top of them and like shared petabytes, shared petabytes amongst the entire world. Like anything you could ever imagine you need, like you want that six inch that hasn't been released yet go to Germany and you'll get the rip from the radio station that got an early copy. Mm-hmm. And now you have that same copy. Now you can go, put, go put in a DJ set and be like, yo, I heard this. This is now like a rock, like a top chopper, like a ta- chart, topper, chart topper, <laughs> <laughs> <Top-topper>. uh, a <laughs> chart topper eight months. old, but you have it in your set for the last eight months. How do you, why are you so dope? Uh, we've got to know some hackers in Germany, yeah. right? Uh. So it gave you access to all of these different things. So, all of a sudden now web one kind of creeps in and someone's like, you know what we could do? We could put the entire telephone directory onto the internet and you could reference it, right? Let's fucking make money off this. Yeah, man. And so all of a sudden our little servers were dying to like these money grabbers. And so that en- enters web one, mm-hmm. the vest, right? Mm-hmm. So the Patagonia vest as in venture capitalists, mm-hmm. and then changed the entire mm-hmm. world, right? We were hippies and, anarchists and and pirates and then they just yanked all that out and we're like uh we're gonna tro- control all that and we're mm-hmm. gonna say what goes here and now your 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 whole like share and be free and collaborate that doesn't make money get out of here mm-hmm. and now what we're having is now i'm gonna really date myself i'm been waiting for this for like yeah almost 40 years, 40 years yeah <laughs> right M- right. Mind you've you, I was I was out- I was computing on computers on a three year old, right? Three yeah. years old. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right.
0: Um, but been I've been waiting, waiting out Web one and Web two. Yeah, I've been waiting yeah, it out. And now deal. it's
2: like the anarchists are coming back and going, hey, you know, we built this to like make some money, but do some good. And you guys took that making money thing real far. Too and wrong. And we're starting to see a lot of the tracks that you've tried to cover up. And they're not really looking good for y'all. Mm. So we're gonna just quit. And we're gonna start our own shit now. And starting their own shit, like I just I I I mentioned this project called the Doodles NFT project. Yes, they started I'm familiar. It, yeah. And very basic, pastel colors, really great artwork, great illustrations, good story. Good group of people launching it. Makes like a hundred million bucks off of the launch. Then they're just like, man, this is something else. Then they keep on doing, they create the stories, they do an activation, an activation that really made you feel like a kid again.
1: So they tapped into this- Like the this one at South By? South By, yeah. That was an incredible, I followed, um, Amazing. I knew a couple people that were there and I saw yeah. you were there and they did this incredible thing with all these noodles and doodles and you could get we shirts. We had the noodles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, Well, Fun Day yeah. works with the, yeah. that crew. So um, it was just- it was so much like being a kid and everyone just seemed so happy and yeah. joyous and friendly yep. and it was it's like web series like the friendly
2: It was the boaters. Yeah. It was the boaters. The boaters, right? So, the boaters oh, that yeah. were now doodlers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bunch of doodlers. Yeah. So what they were able to do was tell a beautiful story. They made some money selling these cartoons or illustrations and then said, "Hey, this is more money than we've ever really seen in all of our lives. So we should share that with everybody who made it happen. And we're going to just make the best of the best. And that's what they did. And then from that best of the best, what happens next? They have an announcement. Guess who are, I can't remember, CMO or so. They got, got someone from, I think it's Billboard. Don't quote me on this one. Mm-hmm. But I think someone from Billboard came over and they're like, hey, they're going to be C-level. They're like, holy shit, this little you know, NFT projects kind of got serious. You got right. the web two muscle right. in here. Then they announced Pharrell as their chief creative officer. Come on. Right. Yeah. And that's all about ownership. They've got deals in Hollywood for television shows, movies and whatever. And this is 10 months old.
1: Yeah. It's, it's
2: ownership. Ew. Ownership has its privileges. Right. right. So, If I were to create this, hey, I got a script about these doodles, cartoon characters, we're going to go do some movies, right? Do television show, everything. They're like, get the hell out of here. Right. But with ownership and some leverage and an ability to showcase that we know how to celebrate our community, our boaters, then we're going to have a lot of like vigilant and motivated individuals in our community. So let's say
0: that um, IP base of characters or whatever um, does turn into like a show. How does the money trickle down to that community from that show? See, I don't know the legal aspects
2: of the doodles very well, but each one will have a different scenario. Right now we're getting into a lot of this legal,
0: like the commercial usage. They start with, they they create all this artwork. Yeah. Okay. Those that art gets sold as NFTs to the holders. Yeah. Now, all that artwork. Let's say a couple, ten months, a year later, whatever. They can do a deal, and they and they turn that artwork into a series. Right. So how then, like, like the guys who made the hundred million Mm dollars? Okay, they don't own the artwork anymore. Like, how does? How does that all happen?
2: Well, that's and, the thing. I, 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 no, I know. But don't call like, me on this, but okay, let's, let's go into a hypothetical and remove the doodles. I will, go to NFA, 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 NFA. Yeah. But, um, but let's remove the, yeah, the doodles let's, and let's just go into a hypothetical. hypothetical. That'd be okay. great. Because now you're you're getting into these rights where it's like some will go, hey, you have all of the commercial rights. You have all of the copyrights. You have all of the trademarks. So right. now we come into these, these uh, Creative Commons licenses, CC0, which relinquishes any rights to, to the, to the IP. However, you have commercial usage where if I turned a character that was a CC zero, I'll use an example. That's a CC zero. So nouns is something that's very popular Mm -hmm. nouns dot W WTF. Everything that they have is CC zero. So I could have one of their nouns and I could put it on a t-shirt and I could make money with it. Right, because y- you own I could commercial rights right to could, that. But I could use it on any noun. Oh. Now, the thing is, if I call, like, I've got a little, little noun, it's a moose. I called it Manny Moose because I was like, hey, if you got one moose, you got many Moose, it's the okay. same thing. It's a moose is a moose is a moose. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let the characters come in. So I'm like, okay, I can storytell with Manny Moose. Hey, Manny Moose knows everything about Web 3. What do you want to know about Web 3? Oh. Yeah, that guy's a joker. Don't deal with him. <laughs> and so if I get Manny Moose and i create that particular Manny Moose with my sweater and my glasses and everyone knows as that that's Manny Moose now i have trademark i can create a trademark off of Manny Moose not the noun mhm right so okay. a lot of the folks in like the uh like there's some legal issues going on around commercial rights and copyrights and so forth on like the punks and and apes and yeah, the, the that's, big yeah i was going to uh, bring up sellers apes, right the apes right so um they're not suing off a copyright because they can't. What they're suing off is the trademark. Mm-hmm. So, right. what they've created is a story of this entity, and that entity cannot be confused with anything else. And so, that's why the trademark belongs with them. Mm-hmm. So, essentially, they, 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 in any of these scenarios, you have to waive copyright. Right. Because the funny thing is, if we go down to we've just operated going, hey, NFTs are copyright. We can swap them back and forth. But copyright.gov does not acknowledge an NFT as a piece of IP. It's a derivative good. So if the people who enforce the copyrights in the world do not acknowledge an NFT as a piece of IP, then what we're doing is creating a fair trade market based on our understanding that we are able to, and we wrap it into a legal wrapper saying that we can, right. but we're selling something that's not recognized as IP in the first place. Right. 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 So the not I- to not to bring it back to like, oops, someone forgot about that, right. but we yeah. just decided, Hey, this shit's too good. And I'm making so much money. Let's just make it up as we go. And that's official. That's a certificate. That's this, see this, I have a lawyer. The lawyer says that my rights are, are, are transmitted in this exchange. But if everything's built off of this legal structure that says that's not IP, then what is it that this layer is building off of? Right. So we're, we're yeah. going to come into some funny things. And now you've got CC zero where I can take a noun and put them up anywhere. Like people take the glasses, like when the like the, the new the color of glass comes out, they do an auction and they embroider it on a hat. This guy makes forty five thousand dollars in like 18 minutes what selling off hats that are just embroidered with the new nouns glasses. They call them noggles. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I think the nouns are phenomenal because what they, what they've given is a wealth generation tool. So nouns as one little group or company organization or Dow has gone, Hey, all of our stuff, use it however you want to use it, mash it up, mix it up. And so they had this big treasury. And so this is a great example of a great use of treasury. Everyone buys into these nouns. Nouns are three hundred thousand to seven hundred thousand dollars each. They they auction one off every single day. Thing is, you get a voting right. So when there were thirty of these nouns out, and you were one of thirty, and you could say, "Hey, let's how do we spend a couple million bucks?" These folks just went, "Let's do public goods. Like screw okay. screw the let's make money. Let's go do good." Uh So first thing I did was give like five ETH to five charities. Okay. Then they went into, let's get glasses for people who can't afford glasses. Uh Let's build a skate park. Right. Let's fund um, garbage cleanup. Let's fund. And so then everything went into public good. And then they had so many of these proposals coming in. Then they created the little nouns. Mm -hmm. So if you fork this noun project and there's a bunch of different projects that have been created. So you've got probably 20 different DAOs, that have been able that have been created as a result of this original one, and they're all creating wealth themselves. Mm-hmm. And some of them are creating merch, and mm-hmm. some of them are projecting nouns on conferences. And that person puts in a proposal to go, "Hey, we want to proliferate the nouns. I've got this projector. I'm going to be at MCon in Denver next week. I can project it up on the building. I need two ETH. Mm-hmm. One to rent the what is one the other one for food and and a hotel for me." And everyone's like, yeah, that's how that, yeah, dude, man, for sure. And then people yeah. voted up. So they created so many projects and they had so much money in their treasury. that They diversified how they spend it. And they created a, a proposal house, a prop house. And now yeah. they're giving out like, you know, I, I know one person makes potted, like, like pottery. So she made potted plant or potted, uh, planters for nouns, but they're in the shape of the noun glasses. Okay. You buy two of them and they lock together and it oh makes glasses. Gosh. And she's like, I just made these. I can make more put in a proposal. They gave her, I don't know, 12 grand to go, go build them. Wow. And so now she's able to take this proof of concept of, I made one and go, Oh shit. Maybe I got to, I got to make 25 now. <laughs> but at the same time, she's like, Oh, I get to make 25 now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like something now that she's was
1: making revenue based. On she's this
2: making whole... revenue off of this. So she got funded to get her little idea or business off the ground cuz she's already running a business now she's just got this thing that amps it up a little bit. So
1: I
0: love this.
2: Um another person was doing events and she's like, "Hey, I do events. We're proliferating nouns. Let me do your PR and marketing. Um just pay me to go to the events." So they gave her like 70 grand to go to all the events to just proliferate nouns. She's like, "Yeah, we got balloons, we got this, we got some shirts. I'll be at this place. I'll be at this place." That's and so awesome. that's the amazing thing of just having that one community create all of these other wealth generation and removing
0: any of the trademarks and copyrights. Totally. Yeah. Want to um, hop into one of your DAOs? Talk a bit about one of your DAOs? Sure. Yeah.
1: I'd love to know what you've been cooking up since I saw you last. And
0: Oof. Well, there's one I will say
2: something about right now, just mm-hmm. because yesterday we had our first futures report. So, Um, when you're starting something new in this nascent industry, you need some validation or academic or metrics. So a lot of people look at the Deloitte's, the McKinsey's, the, the Accenture's and the reports that they create. So if you're working into web three, they're not going to be doing web three very well. They don't know it. No. So you've got to become the new Deloitte McKinsey Accenture creating those reports. So I was fortunate to, be in the founding group of a DAO called Radar. Okay. So yesterday I was on a call and it was the presentation of our first futures report. And it's like no other publication I've ever seen. (laughs) Like, holy moly. Like you've got people in the DAO leaving audio clips of, you know, just things. These are trending things. Like how's the world work when it's out of sync like this? Mm -hmm. How do you see a world working in sync? And so, it's crazy the amount of insight and research and all we're doing is just dissecting daily threads that come in. We're like, okay, is this something that's sticky? Let's talk about it. And we've got a bunch of researchers and really smart people, um, in this group that just attack this thing and go look at it at, at all of these different, um, you know, perspectives. And so radar, uh, the radar Dow, I think it's radar radar X, Y, Z on Twitter. Okay. okay. Um, I think it's one of like my, my last uh retweeted posts but that's where the, you'll you'll find the uh the report phenomenal stuff but the one that I would probably I'm a little bit more proud or have been nurturing for a while is the champagne down.
1: Oh, I wanted to know about that. Like, what's the champagne it's down? It's
2: it's it's a little bubbly. Sounds like you're kind of down. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're, 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 we're the champagne of Dao's.
1: Okay. Right? <laughs> okay.
2: Um, so one of the... Uh, I'll go back and tell a little of the Dao story. I, I got into Friends with Benefits, and I was like, okay, this is cool. And Friends, Friends with Benefits its is a Oh, DAO? shit. Yes, yes, yes. Friends with Benefits is not what normally people you would think, think would even though I think when I was in my twenties, I may have been one of those things, but, um, um, this is friends with benefits as in utility of being friends and being nerdy together. And it was one of the, you know, first more famous kind of cool kids, uh, cool kids dows. And it's a group of the summit series. I don't know if you're familiar either of you, but they're the group that, you know, yeah. would rent a cruise ship and you would go down to, you know, Hang out with uh, Richard Branson. Yeah, and Bahamas, yeah. Okay. I'm and, familiar. So they did that year over year over year and they created all of these events and, you know, make no small plans. That was their whole scene. And <laughs> a lot, a lot of these folks just, you know, found themselves into FWB. And so I got in there um, in August. I got my wallet completely liquidated because this FWB token went up like 181%. So it made my, my bag really, Big, mm-hmm. and so it must have triggered whoever had my hacked my stuff six months ago. Oh. And so I was driving back from LA to Vancouver, and I was just checking because I was like, "Man, I got a little alert. That it went up again." I'm like, "What's my bag worth?" And I click it while I'm driving on the road, oh. and I look at my MetaMask. It just like has all these zeros, and I was like, "Oh, maybe it just hasn't connected to network." Oh, no. And then I look, and I I hit the button on one of the coins. It's like I translated, to I I transferred to myself. At 10.51, I was I was on a call at 10.50. Oh. Then I hit on the other one, and I'm like, transfer myself, transfer myself. Like, transfer, And they even took, like, there was like 50 bucks in ETH. They even took, like, the last 47 bucks in the yeah, ETH. Yeah, they took everything. So oh. all this was, you're only a member at FWB if your tokens are there. Right. And so if I was on American Express, I'm like, I don't recognize this charge. Please, blah, blah, blah. I'm still a member. Membership has its tri- privileges. I had no membership, no, no privileges. Membership and so I was like, I don't like how DAOs work. Mm-hmm. I don't like this DAO. Like, leave no person behind is my rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, if you were, you'd step up. But you didn't. So you're not. So I went to the next one. Mm. If you want to learn, you go to, you know, you, if you think one DAO is bad, you go to another one and wait till you experience bad. So that's what I experienced. and I was like, oh, my gosh. How can three people own 67% of a vote? If one person doesn't like an idea, they can just be like, I don't like that idea. And they can just poo-poo on it. Mm -hmm. And then everyone in the DAO is like, yeah, if he doesn't like it, he just poo-poos on it and we don't get it. And I'm like, what? I'm like, how do you stand for this? Like I'm a visitor here. I'm not, I'm not part of your club. So I don't have to agree with the rules because those suck. Mm -hmm. And so as a result of that, it became aware and, so the person with the most amount of votes recused himself from the vote, which sent a huge signal throughout the entire DAO to refrain from voting. Because if you were seen to vote, now you're in opposition to the hey, red honcho. right honcho. Spoils the whole thing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, not my DAO. I'm out. Mm-hmm. And then this is the reason I told the story: is I found Jump. Jump is a marketing and PR DAO, or community. Sorry, it's not even a DAO. It's a community. And so it was just like every. Fortune 1000 company is represented in this down. And That's so right. I, I lurked yeah. for a while and I just hung out. And the first call you make is with the founder of this community. So you have a one-on-one with a Zoom and you're like, holy man. Wow. Yes. <laughs> all right. White glove. I like this. I get to know who's running shop. Right. And so I had this call. And then the next call was with a new member. And this is Patty Mitchell, Patrick Mitchell. And this is who started how all of the champagne started. I was his first call in oh, this that's group nice and he's like hey listen i got this company out east wine rose champagne i've been thinking about creating a champagne dow here's this notion doc i've written i'm like whoa dude you you've really thought about this like this is amazing but he had no you know really understanding of web3 and i'm like listen dude i will be your sherpa let's get brunch set every sunday 11 o'clock PDT or PST. And then he's in in Miami. So we would have a brunch call every Sunday since January. Wow. So we would have this call and we're like, okay, champagne down. It's okay. What do you want to think about? And then what was funny was in, I think after four months of just having one-on-ones, we invited two other folks, two other folks from jump, two other folks from jump that I worked with, two other folks from jump that I worked with that were my first calls. Mm-hmm. So all four of us were our first calls in this, this jump community. One guy's a senior brand, uh, brand manager at, um, general mills. Okay. And then another guy's full-time web three built all of the onboarding and, and, uh, the coursework at uh rabbit hole mm-hmm. and then myself. And I was just like, holy, this is a weird eclectic group getting together. And so then we just realized, well, champagne's about celebration, right? Mm -hmm. And it's such a luxurious thing. No one has $400 million to smash a bottle of champagne on it, right? Like, what can I smash a bottle for, like, finishing that bounty and be like, oh, my God, I did it with COVID while dog sitting six dogs and no one was delivering food because there was a winter storm. Uh Yeah. Man, you went above and beyond like, hi, you are a bubbly mf right? You, <laughs> you deserve some bubbly. So that's what we thought. was like, go get bubbly out there. How do you go celebrate? And so it was this problem of us, like ours, uh, the, the problem came about at South by Southwest all of, and it was calm this year, but all of these different events, where do you go? How do you go? Who's where? And what am I going to learn? And which should I be seen at? And all of those kinds of mm-hmm. things. There's no signal within it. So we saw a lot that were like, hey, you need six tokens from this DAO token gated in order to attend. And you're like, okay, cool. We're going to get into token gating now. So oh, if man. I'm part of a club and I have tokens from that club, I'm allowed to go to this concert now, or right? party or whatever, or party or whatever, the event. Yeah. So we just thought, okay, cool. But I know a lot of these dads is like, if you just have money, you can just buy your membership and mm-hmm. then you just, you don't do anything. Right. Like, are you voting? Are you on a call? Are you taking notes? Most of them just buy it and they're like, I have wealth. I'm just going to collect memberships because that's where the cool kids go. Right. So we thought, well, why we want some vibrant people mm-hmm. active and in the world of DAOs, and I'm not a big fan of it, but you'll hear it if you know, you, you, you jump in as vibes. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It's like uh, our DAOs just we work on vibes. And so like <laughs> when when we look for investment, we just look for VCs with vibes. And so there is no real <laughs> measurement of vibes. And so we just thought, like let's give vibes another word and we'll call it bubbly. And what we're realizing is retention in a DAO because now we can see, are you active for the first three months? And then you're not active for the next nine and then you come back or you're gone forever. So with bubbly your accomplishments or your behavior or how you're seen by your peers is reflected. So we're not trying to do like, this is a reputation, you know, scenario. It's more of a, Hey, are you rewarded, awarded and a person that vibrates at a different frequency and are you active? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what you do, but are you active in your community? So we realized running a DAO is really, really hard. So we wanted to become a DAO Alliance. Mm -hmm. Work smart, not hard. Right. So what we're doing is partnering with 20 DAOs to begin with and go, hey, you have an amazing crew here. You do all of these things in this area. You you're another DAO. You do all these things in this area. We're going to dole out a bunch of bubbly tokens for you to dole out to everyone in your DAO.
1: Oh, that's fun.
2: And then we're going to give a bunch of bubbly tokens to you and that DAO over there so you can reward those folks over there. And so the whole scenario is the more you give, the more you get. Right. So if I have a thousand bubbly and I give them, you know, 500 to you, 500 to you, well, you have 500, you have 500, but I got zero. No, I get 1200 now. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, as soon as I give, I get remunerated for my giving and then I get a little bump up. So the more I give, the more I can get. Yeah. The idea is. Well, you can just accrue bubbly and then, you know, later on you can like get bottle service or send a bottle of champagne to Casey from like, man, you're the dopest homie. Thank you so much. Um, Loved you for, you know, getting me on the show. Yeah. There you go. So I'm going to send her some bubbly, enough bubbly that she can now just claim her bottle of champagne. Cool. Right. And eventually what we want to do is once everyone's celebrating all of this and we can kind of see who are those bubbly, M- you know, MFers or bubbly individuals. Now we're at URL and translating to IRL. So now at South by Southwest or Basel or whatever, ETH, this, Berlin, Lisbon, now we can be like, Hey, you can go to the uh, the closing party. If you got 300 bubbly. Mm-hmm. And if you don't go do some good stuff around, there's some bubbly floating around. You'll get it. Yeah. Oh, you don't got enough bubbly. Let me send you some bubbly, man. No, I got you. Right. Thank you for being you. There's 200. Now you can go right so now we'll have a little bit of a a little marker on any of the events that we go to to kind of go oh these are active events or this is this is an event with active people who are vibing high mm-hmm. that's kind of who i want to be around cuz then we realize that they're not going to rug me they're not right. going to like hey what do you do oh you can do something for me okay i'm your best friend now mm-hmm. yeah, right you don't you, you remove a lot of
0: that stuff so that's uh oh. so who accepts bubbly and gives champagne? Oh, your so, original producer? Like, so yeah, so this, so take, this, it, so take the, it the full circle. Yeah, and full I circle.
1: was gonna, on that, where when they're active in the community, is this in a Discord?
2: Um, it can be anywhere. Like, anywhere, we, we actually okay. run our stuff from Telegram right now. Okay, okay. And the only reason why we will have a Telegram or a Discord is so that we have an announcement channel. Okay, so okay, we'll basically create announcements in our announcement channel that that announcement channel can live in other people's DAOs. Okay. Okay. So if we're celebrating, someone's like, yo, check out Casey and her DAO. Well, she did look at how much bubbly she got, like okay. amazing. Let's just give it up. And now that announcement channel gets shared into our DAO partners. Cause they'll okay. have an announcement channel that okay, says okay. bubbly or what have you. <laughs>
1: Okay, now yeah. what now been so, asked. So now it's like, yeah, like it's, full
2: circle. It's a long-tail plan. What we realized was we can't go and start a champagne company with 16,000 people and be like, yo, let's start a champagne company and govern it. That's crazy. So we right. thought, let's celebrate and give access. And so it's access to the events, access to the bubbly. And so eventually you'll accrue enough bubbly and you're like, hey, let's 5,000 bubbly can get you a membership at the Champagne dow." Now, if what we do at the Champagne Dow, which isn't really a DAO, which is kind of funny, resonates with you. Now you can kind of up your game. Now it's like, okay, cool, you want to, you know, do something more, you want to be more active. We do or like we are going to start our own champagne brand. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a community driven one. However, that's got to be a different governance token. It's not going to be bubbly, but it will be a community backed and driven CPG brand. Right. So now what we do is we get everyone socialized or sorry, naturalizing the use of of bubbly and then using that. And then now they've got this where, you know, there's a lot of tipping tokens within these cultures. We're just a different version. Like someone might tip within their, their Discord or their DAO. We're tipping so that they have access to something on the outside. So it will be about accruing
0: like, you know, your loyalty points. It's very similar to Air Miles. Right. So, but, it, but basically, in the future, you've got to figure out an additional token that someone's going to demand it's, and swap value for. It's not so much swap value for.
2: What you'll do is you'll start over. If, if you're dedicated, what you'll do is, hey, we're going to start this company that's going to sell champagne. And we want everyone that wants to put in whether it's financially time, whatever it is, like, are you going to the next step? Some people might be just like, Oh, I got like bubbly. I like giving champagne away, but I don't want to like get into like the working or supporting of a right. champagne brand. Right. But then you have a whole bunch of others that are like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that will be a separate token. It won't be demanded, but it will be provided. And it's like a buy-in. So, right. Okay. Yeah. So now you're investing in a champagne company, which we, The the one thing that I've left out on all of this stuff is we're partnered with Jean-Rémy Rapineau of the um, Maison du Champagne, which is in the region where Champagne comes from. It's the largest private reserve. So it's not like we're just like, hey, we got some grapes. We're going to squish them and call them uh, Champagne. Yeah. right? Right. No, no. We actually have like the old school of old schools that's under a lot of these umbrellas, which allow us. Uh, an ability to market much better than most. Mm -hmm. And it's a stuffy business to get into that world. So it's very fortunate that we have stuff in that stuffy
1: world, right? So it's like,
2: we've got one of the coolest dudes who is, I I can call him a dude, Um, (laughs) very cool individual, very charming. (laughs) Um, And he's all about this. He's just like, this is crazy. I love it. Right. So yeah. now we've got support. It's not just like, Hey, we want a CPG with champagne. Cause you know, Jay-Z did it. We can do it. No, Jay-Z did it with a lot of support. We're not saying we're going to do what Jay-Z did, but if you get a lot of people incentivized by being good
0: mm-hmm. and just
2: doing good and being good and kind of putting in where, you know, contributing double down on their community, well, they should have access to things that others don't totally right so instead of a monetary access now we're giving the
0: earned access yeah Yeah. i love it beautiful love it
1: well i'm gonna be i want to know more about Oh yeah yeah
0: yeah you're bubbly enough today to throw some your way (laughs) (laughs) i love it yeah well very cool Kayan, thank you so much for joining oh yeah absolutely thanks so much it was awesome learning about your projects learning about you and uh, really appreciate you joining. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. So good. Love ya. Long you. Yeah. <laughs> Long time. Long <laughs> time. Thank you for tuning into this episode with Kym. Find him on Hover or Twitter at IamKayem. And find more episodes
1: of our podcast on com. subscribe on YouTube, or listen on your favorite podcast platform.